Welcome to the Christy and Pix podcast. This is Pix, and in this episode, we are talking about an ancient festival known as Imbolg. So if you would like to learn more about this festival, as well as ways to connect to the rhythms of nature, stay tuned. Okay, so this episode is going to be a little bit different than the ones we've already recorded. So like I said, this is Pix. I'm actually flying solo for this episode. Christy will be editing and helping us out that way. But, you know, tonight she's got her three babies. She is, you know, occupied with them. And if you're a parent or a mom, you know what she's going through. So, um just bear with me. I'm a little nervous. I don't know how this is going to go, but you know what? We're going to get through this together. So we are still streaming on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. So please make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. Christy and I do try to get back to everybody who messages us or comments. So please feel free to share any of your experiences with us. We just recently posted an episode about animals and the concept of a witch's familiar. So if you missed that one, make sure you check it out, especially if you're an animal lover. Um, one of my very good girlfriends, actually, she had messaged me before we even posted this episode. And I just have to share this because it was so beautiful. She had said to me that she never really understood the human animal connection until she like watched me and my dog DJ. And that was so touching to me. So I would even encourage you if you're not the biggest animal lover to go listen to that episode, give it a chance, just open your mind to it and, you know, see you know, see how it makes you feel. Um, now tonight I'm not going to have quite as long of an episode. This is going to be a very short, um, episode tonight about a Sabbath called Imbolg that's actually happening this week. If you're listening, you know, at the time that this is posted, it is a holiday celebrated on February 1st. So just keep that in mind. I want to share some, ancient um, origins of this day very quickly and then get into how you can celebrate this day now in modern times. Um, but before we do that, I did want to give one shout out to my girlfriend, Christy. She had shared a really beautiful moment that she experienced this week. I don't even want to say moment. It was like a day, to be honest. She was shopping and she happened to run into an older gentleman that she was chatting with, you know, in line at the market. They were waiting to pay for their groceries. And there were some things that came up in conversation that really made her um, immediately think of her grandfather, who she was super close with, but he's passed. Um, but it was very serendipitous almost. There was like lots of different signs, you know, that it, it almost was like a big sign from her grandfather. And then, you know, she gets in her car to drive home and her grandfather was uh, was a smoker and his favorite pack of cigarettes blew across the parking lot and into her feet, which to me was like sign number two, right? So then she goes home and she's doing some scheduling and her grandfather's birthday pops up into whatever she was scheduling just by random chance. So I kind of wanted to share that with you um, because I want the listeners to, you know, Christy and I, my sister Christy and I talk a lot about these things 
that we experience, we sometimes, you know, think that it's weird or we share them with somebody and we feel like it's kind of discredited, which makes it seem invalid or not real. And this will always be a safe place for you to share anything like that that's happened because I feel like it's therapeutic for you, but also other people who are listening. Because if you're listening and you've had a similar experience and then you hear that, you know, somebody else has as well, it does help to validate that for you, which I think is important. Um, because who's to tell, you know, you that that's that you're wrong for interpreting the situation the way you interpret it? Like my girlfriend interpreted that like a sign from her grandfather, like a little hello from the other side. And who can say that that is definitely wrong? You know what I mean? So I think it's really important to share those things. I really appreciate that you guys do that. Um, and also shout out to this same girlfriend. She has her own podcast. It's called the Disjointed Bot Podcast. I'm sorry. Um, and she talks all about motherhood, the challenges of it, the joys of it, and just, you know, ways to cope with it. So if you are a parent or if you're a mom and you're just going through it and you need to feel like you're not the only one, please check her out. It is very, very like comforting. You know, I'm not a mom and I really even enjoy listening to it. So go ahead and check her out. Okay. So like I said, I wanted to talk tonight or today on this um, episode about a holiday called Imbolg. You may never have heard of it before, but it's one of the eight Sabbaths of the year that pagans may celebrate. So you know that I like to go back through, you know, some historical facts and kind of present them to the listeners because I think it's important to share that these topics we talk about are actually deeply rooted in our civilization, okay? So history.com, if you Google the word Imbolg, which is spelled I-M-B-O-L-C, if you were to Google that, history.com comes up and their actual definition, it's a little wordy, so I'm going to read it and then we'll kind of like digest it together. History.com states, Imbolg is a pagan holiday celebrated from February 1st through sundown February 2nd. Based on a Celtic tradition, Imbolg was meant to mark the halfway point between the winter solstice and the spring equinox in Neolithic Ireland and Scotland. The holiday is celebrated by pagan-influenced religions. Imbolg is just one of several pre-Christian holidays highlighting some aspect of winter and sunlight and heralding the change of seasons. Okay, let's break it down. I'm a teacher and I love to kind of go back through like that to me was very, very wordy. It was a very long way of saying Imbolg is a holiday that is the halfway point between the first day of winter and the first day of spring. Okay, so it's kind of this transitional time between the two seasons. And it's a time where we're welcoming in those longer days and more sunlight. That's basically the whole of it. Now, I do know that Imbolg can kind of be translated to mean in the belly because it is a time where sheep in Ireland are starting to show signs of lactation and pregnancy. So it's a time really of that like renewal and rebirth, again, welcoming the light into our lives, right? 
So the earliest mentions of Imbolg are actually in Irish literature from the 10th century. So we're talking an ancient holiday, right? This is not this new concept. It's an ancient holiday that people celebrated for years as a way to stay connected to the earth and the rhythms of nature. Now, you're going to hear me rustling. I have a few notes just so I can kind of stay on topic here. So I do know that um, in ancient times, this was also a festival to really honor the, I'm sorry, honor the goddess of Brigid. Now, Brigid, the goddess was the goddess of fertility, inspiration, creativity, healing, and even poetry. So again, we have this idea like fertility is not just fertility of you know, humans and animals, fertility is even, you know, fertility of crops and plants and the land. So it's again, this time of renewal, rebirth, regeneration. Now, Brigid was actually considered one of the most powerful Celtic gods. She was a daughter of one of the oldest gods. I can't remember who. And she was believed to have two sisters who could be like, they were speculated to be you know, different aspects of the same goddess, kind of like the same concept of how every woman embodies the the maiden, the mother, and the crone, right? So it's like three aspects of the same person. Um, now, in ancient times for Imbolg, on the night before February 1st, people actually prepared for a visit from this goddess. So to me, it's kind of cute. It's kind of like how, you know, currently people prepare for a visit from uh, Santa Claus, right? You get your cookies out, you get ready, get your stockings up, and you prepare for Santa. Well, for ancient Imbolg, people prepared for Bridget by crafting like a little corn dolly of her and putting her in a dress and in a basket by the fireplace. And that would kind of welcome Bridget into their home for her to bless their, their hearth and home. Now, over time, the goddess Bridget became adopted into Christianity as St. Bridget. And she, I believe St. Bridget is actually still one of Ireland's two patron saints, which is kind of neat. Again, it's like this tie again to the past, to these ancient times. It might change slightly over time, but that, that idea is still there. Um, now, I know that the Catholic Church, they actually claim that St. Bridget was an actual real historical person. There's like accounts of her life. Um, she was reported to have died in 524 AD. And there is a church in Portugal that apparently still has a piece of her skull and hand. Um, and I know that St. Bridget's Day is still celebrated on February 1st, just like Imbolg. So again, we have this really cool tie between two spiritual beliefs that, I mean, it's kind of the same belief, really, if you think about it. Now, okay, so that's kind of all ancient Imbolg. Now, Bridget the Goddess is still a part of modern day Imbolg, but it's um, it's changed a little bit over time, right? So we still celebrate it as that halfway day or halfway time between winter and spring. It's considered the second Sabbath of the year with the first day of winter being the first. So we start at winter. We're halfway through it. This is our second Sabbath. Daylight is starting to increase. You might notice, you know, the first signs of spring. I'm on the East Coast, um, like in the Northeast of the country. And I know personally, I've already seen snowdrops sprouting 
which I love to see. They're those little white flowers. They kind of like flop over a little bit. They they always look to me like the type of a, a flower a fairy would like play in, like if, if the fairies were real, you know? Um, and I know crocuses will soon be sprouting. Daylight is, the days are getting longer. The temperatures aren't quite as frigid around here. And, you know, just instinctively, my husband and I, we must be like sensing spring because we have been spring cleaning like no other. We are cleaning things out. We are organizing. We are, you know, it's, it's funny, like everybody talks about spring cleaning and we've already kind of had that instinct to do that. So right now would actually be a great time to do that if, you know, you want to or if you're feeling um, just an urge to do that. It's a great time to do that because this again is the time we're preparing for the light in our life. We're preparing for those longer days. We're preparing for spring. Um, things are starting to germinate all around us. I would say what another month or so we'll probably have to start get out in there cutting our grasses, you know, start starting to get our gardens ready, which actually right now is the perfect time to plan that. So if you are a gardener and you, you know, plant vegetables and all that right now is a great time to get all that organized. That's actually one way this week that I'm honoring Imbolg is I love to plant a few veggies every summer. Right now, I kind of want to plan out what I want this, you know, this growing season. And maybe I'll even go out and buy some seeds. We'll see. I don't know. Um, you might also want to celebrate this time of year by baking some bread, um, any, any kind of food that would have butter, milk, cheese. I know for me personally, um, Jason, my husband bought me a bread machine a few years ago. So I'm going to make some homemade bread this week, but I'm also going to make my grandmother's recipe of, you might know it as scone, <laughs> but in my family, we call it scone. That's just what my grandmother always said. So I have her recipe and that's actually one way that I personally like to connect and honor my ancestors is through the foods that they cooked and ate. So I will be doing that this week. I'll be making my grandmother's homemade scone. I have her recipe and as well as her homemade rice pudding with whole milk. So not only does it help me feel connected to my personal ancestors and loved ones, but also to this time of year. Um, okay. So the goddess Bridget is also a really important aspect of Imbolg. Again, you can make a Bridget's cross. You might have seen them. I don't know if what, if it's called reeds or whatever, but you can braid them into a Bridget's cross. Corn dollies are still made. I personally don't do either of those, but I will be making my grandmother's rice pudding, my grandmother's scone, and I will probably make um, potato soup to kind of honor those winter root veggies and then maybe like a wedge salad on the side to honor the spring coming to kind of have like that balance of both. This is also a really great time to decorate with candles to kind of honor light and fire, right? You know, like the sun coming back into our room, light up your house with candles, have a nice candle at dinner to help connect you to that um, fire element of the sun. Don't be afraid to reflect on things that you want to let go with the winter and things you want to look forward to in the coming months. Plant, you know, those seeds now, like, you know, 
figuratively and literally, like now's a great time to plan out your plan out your garden, but it's also a really good time to plant those figurative seeds for the future. So if you would like to celebrate in bulk, um, get your gardens ready, bake yourself some, some, uh, homemade bread, go out to the store and buy bread. It doesn't matter if you bake it or not, just enjoy it. Enjoy your bread, have some, some whole milk in your life, add some cream to your coffee, something that helps you connect with this time of year and what the environment has to offer you. That's one way to really connect with the world around you. So I hope that this was interesting for you. I really wanted to get this out to our listeners. It's, I don't think that it's too well known by many people. I think it's a really interesting time of the year. Um, Again, it's that transitional time between the winter and the spring. Make sure you honor that time. Make sure you take time out to enjoy the foods that are offered right now. Take time to light yourself a candle and make plans for your own future. If you've never gardened before, maybe pick up a pack of seeds and and try gardening for the first time. I actually planted some um, herb seeds yesterday. I'm going to kind of do things each day throughout this week. And uh, they're all on my... um, my windowsill down in my dining room. Jason actually had bought a pack of um, seeds for me for Christmas. So I have right now I have basil seeds going and thyme seeds and oregano and all these really cool herbs. So that was one way that I kind of celebrated this time of year to connect me to the earth and, and get me thinking about my future. So if you would like to do that, please feel free. Um, I hope that you guys are enjoying this, you know, a little bit nicer of weather, longer days. And if you have anything you want to share again, please message us or comment. I would love to hear how you're celebrating this time of year, or if you have any questions on how to do that, please reach out. Thank you for listening. Bye. Mm -hmm.